Welcome back, people. It's episode three, or <laughs> season three, episode <laughs> one of the Taxi Squad podcast. We're off to a hot start. Vinny boy, happy new year. Yes. How are you? Happy new year, dude. I'm good. Um, I'm happy to start season three. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun one. It was weird uh, putting the documents together today and putting that season three up there. So it's just I feel rejuvenated, ready to go and ready to talk about some stuff. I feel fresh, man. It feels yeah. really good. You know, still in the AZ, still in the AZ. Yeah, I'm, I'm outside recording this with a view of mountains. I mean, how many opportunities in life can you say that? Can't, certainly can't say it where I'm at right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm pretty jealous of you. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is great. This is great. This is going to be totally different next week. But yeah, no, we're back to it. Um, but yeah, boy, we are back to episode one. Jack for it. Thank you for everybody for being a part of this for season two. We really had a lot of leaps and growth. Um, so moving into this, we're starting season one on a smidge of a somber note, and then we're just going to get into our bullshit. Um, Tamar Hamlin, Monday Night Football. Yeah. What a night. Unprecedented yeah. time in football. I was obviously watching the game. Um, it was very confusing off the bat here. Um, you know, we we talk about football all the time. We watch football. Um, you understand that it's a violent game, all of those things. Um, but it was one of those situations where you kind of see it happen. You're like, what just happened? I don't understand what's going on. Obviously, kudos to the medical staff as far as like getting the CPR on them right away. Um, bringing his heartbeat back and getting him to the hospital is obviously a huge accomplishment on their end. It's scary. Um, and obviously conversations, ESPN, honestly, I don't give them a lot of shine all the time, but they professionalism there was amazing. They weren't making any assumptions or anything like that. They were just like telling us as it's going. Um, so yeah, it was, it's just a really sad situation. Um, currently he looks like he's okay. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's something that you don't expect to happen. And, I think they did the right thing by postponing the game. I know some people were like, hey, like, there's implications to this, all that stuff. The most important thing is the guy's alive, and you kind of got to stick to that, in my opinion. Oh, 100% of the way. The best thing is, is that he's breathing on his own. That's a general update now, uh, yeah. and signs are looking up for him. So hopefully when this episode drops tomorrow, we do have some more news and more news on the positive sense. But to kind of get into the, the whole th- series of professionalism by ESPN, Joe Buck, everybody, it was really interesting to see what happened. And they basically stated that this hit that he took, or basically tackle he made, was in a sequence of time where your heart beats at the right rhythm, at the right pace, and you get hit at the right time where that could literally put you into cardiac arrest. Yeah. And I mean, it, they, they claimed from many uh, cardiac experts or heart experts and heart doctors across the country that basically there was like a one in a billion chance of this ever happening. And it happened right. to him. So yeah, prayers, I mean, prayers are with the man. I mean, this is just, and he's a young man too. He's 24 years old. It's crazy. Yeah, and his family and all that. I mean, his mom running on the field, obviously going to him. Like, there's, it's tragic. It was horrific, honestly. Watching it was t- terrifying. Um, there was the whole like five minutes and back to the game thing that was going on there, and that just wasn't going to happen. Kudos to the coaches, obviously saying no fucking way that's going to happen. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it just caught everybody by surprise. There's no doubt about it. And all the people saying it's T. Higgins' fault, it's not. He didn't do no, shit. No, It was, it was just a, a case of a bad bad place, wrong time. Look, all that kind of looked stuff. like the most normal hit uh, in football we've seen in many years. It doesn't you look like anything every, egregious. Every game. Yeah. Yeah. You take that hit three times a game, and you get up, and you just do something you've done for your entire life, and then somehow, he's, he. What was so interesting to me though is that he pops up, and then falls back down, and you're like, right. "How in the fuck did that happen?" You're like, "What happened?" Sure, shit, I got up to go to the bathroom. I come back, and I'm like, "What happened? What happened? What happened?" It, it, it I, was the most interesting pause to a football game I've ever seen in my life. It's, it was the it was the wildest thing I've ever seen on the football field ever. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Well, and something something's up with that field too, man. Because that field Ryan is cursed. Can we too. can we talk about that for like three yeah. seconds? That field is cursed between Tua getting his second round of concussions, Ryan Shazier. Now this kid, they should just tear that fucking Perfect field on down. Antonio Brown too. Yeah, that kind of ruined Antonio Brown's career, huh? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously, this has nothing to do with the field. It's just a situation where it's like, it's crazy how those things happened. All how many, all the how, same place. And... How many times? You know, how many times is it going to happen in over a five-year span? It's insane to me. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah, bananas. I mean, grand scheme of all this, I think there was a situation where no one really knew how to react to it, um, especially Skip Bayless's dumb, stupid ass, um, whatever he ended up meaning to say. But... I think it was just kind of a situation. It's like, what are you supposed to do? I mean, I, I think I think Gip needs to uh, go get his mind checked because that guy's just saying shit lately that is so out of left field. Yeah, he didn't, and Shannon didn't show up the next day, and yeah, it's just it's just a situation where you gotta obviously put the player before the game, and that's what happened. And they're not resuming it this week, and I don't think they should. I don't know what they're gonna do because this is obviously a very unprecedented situation, but. I just got to say, there's a lot of ways that that could have went worse. Um, and it didn't after the initial incident. So just hoping he's he's good and gets up and things are looking up. So fingers crossed that everything works out for him and he can get back to the way he was. Yeah. No kudos to the fantasy guys, though, who are like, no, when do I get paid all. out? When do I fuck get paid you. out? It's like, well, can we figure out if the game's even going to get fucking played? Can, right. can we figure that out first before you're worried about your, you know, $800 in league winnings? Even if it's – there's people that are probably making 100 bucks on it, and they're like, well, what the hell? Or even the people putting in sports bets. It's like all the shit's going to get figured out. This it's going to get is, figured out. He's but... in a life-or-death critical situation. Worry about that after. There's other things that are bigger than this. Bottom line, just a game. Yeah. Bottom line, it's just a game. It's just entertainment, similar to what we bring to you every single week. Right. You know, I don't know if there's going to be any point in time, God forbid, where that happens to any one of us. But at the end of the day, personal health is always more important than the show. Right. Facts. Facts. Well, let's get into lighter talk now, Vince. Yes. And let's get back on our bullshit. Shall we? Shall we? Back on our <laughs> bullshit. Some, and this is some bullshit. So, yeah, we're taking we're taking a 180 right now. We couldn't start right the now. year with a more strange and unusual, strange <laughs> and unusual. And a more explicit, strange, and unusual. So I sent this to Vince this week. And this was shortly, this was the same day as the bowl game. And yeah, yeah. so as it turns out, LSU (laughs) and Brian Kelly, uh, he's got some players running trains and (laughs) not in a practice sense. He's got players and coaches. So um, basically... (laughs) 
starting wide receiver, and I'm and and his name is preceding me. Vince, you got the name again? Oh gosh, let me find it. Also, by the way, this is all speculation. I'm just putting that out there right off the bat. It's all spec, but bottom line, okay, so here's the story. Three assistant coaches and starting wide receiver on the LSU Tigers. It is rumored, allegedly, that they ran a train and not in a like non-sexual they way. They had sexual intercourse. They had, <laughs> they had sexual, sexual intercourse. Which is a group which could also be considered running a train where multiple people Kate. Kayshawn Booty? Kayshawn Boothippe, who claimed he was actually going to be coming back to LSU for a senior season and has most recently uh, said he will declare for the NFL draft uh, for you know? reasons <laughs> that clearly are going unknown. The uh, <laughs> the recruiting secretary or assistant has been fired. The wide receiver coach has also been fired. And you see Boothippe uh, getting uh, into the NFL draft. So Vince, I know this is all allegedly and potentially false, but if you look at this from an outside standpoint, I mean, this assistant, I mean, to their, she's, she's attractive. It's not like she looks like a shoe. I mean, is it possible that this is a real thing? For sure. I don't think there's, what I'll say is it's not a, it's not a 0% never happened for sure. It seems like all the things that have happened since then are pretty on cue of this possibly happening. The only reason why I said this is all speculation is because there obviously isn't any real confirmation that this happened because it wouldn't come out anyway. Um, But in general, when you're looking at it, you're like, okay, this guy was going to come back to LSU, not back at LSU anymore. He's going to the draft. Uh, Supposedly he was suggested, like, maybe you should go – to the draft. So that's what ended up going on with him. Why did this coach get fired? I don't know. It could be the same situation. Brian Kelly being Brian Kelly, everything's co- close to the vest. So if you watch, um, he had a press conference about it and he was basically like, this is not LSU. LSU doesn't do this kind of stuff. Like this is not the football team that I run. This is not the program that I run. Like all the basic keywords that a coach ends up saying, you know, say like, no way this happened. Could have happened. I, I, right now, for me, it's 50-50. I just, I just don't want to say it happened for sure because that could destroy that guy's career if that didn't happen. But if it did, then, I mean, what, good for you? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I maybe maybe it's a good for you. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, just With make the, sure. The guy on the coaching staff, though, what are you doing? I mean, maybe he has that deep of a bond with his players, Vince. You I know? don't think you should. I think it stops maybe, at a point. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's something that he like, you know. Come on, as to be one together, you must be on <laughs> one side, and I must be on the other. Listen, I know I've seen you grow so much this year. I just want to give you something. I want to see more growth <laughs> on the other side of her. Okay, hey, high so. five at the end, Eiffel Tower. Oh, nice gross. to see you. <laughs> oh God, it's so gross. Oh God, it's gross. <laughs> well, it's so I mean, gross. to the point though, it's just like, when does this ever become a good idea? I mean, okay, let's face it. If you've it ever been entice off- me, I'll tell you that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't entice me at all. It's like I like if one of your buddies was to do that. If a chick is down for that, like you know, good for her and all that good stuff. But I am not partaking. Yeah, I'd be like, do you want to? I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to pass this time. Why couldn't like, they've done like, it individually? You know, why couldn't have been like, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll take, it. and then you know, maybe tomorrow, right? You, you go like what after happened it. when he came to when he came to practice the next week? 
Just like, what's up, coach? Do you like, <laughs> like what do you coach say? the same? Yeah. Do you do you do you go up to coach again and you're like, what's you up? You know man? what his How's it going? dick looks like, dude. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. It's like you know exactly what his dick looks like. So then every time you see him, you're like, what's up, man? How don't you <laughs> like, think of that every time? What if you go take a shower or something and then you see him? And you're like, oh god, how's it hanging today? Literally yeah. and figuratively. Like, I've seen that thing working. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. All right, that's what I'm saying. So, what is going on in Baton Rouge? I mean, I know Louisiana is known for some freaky shit, but come on. Yeah, yeah, it's the whole thing's really freaky, and obviously, it's just funny that Brian Kelly's in charge of all of it because this guy's just such a freaking goofball. The whole thing's funny. Um, He's bringing family to a whole new existence, buddy. Overall, yeah, right. It's not Alabama; it's Louisiana. It's a little different. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, in all reality, like I, if if it, I hope it's not true, just for this guy's like ability to, you know, move up in the draft and possibly get drafted and all that stuff. I hope it doesn't affect him. Um, and then, obviously, I hope it gets denied if it's not true. If it is true, then. Maybe not the best judgment call, especially. I mean, on the it's not like the, it's, it's not like you know they like beat some chick up or like right, right, right. You know, right, it right, wasn't right. like like that awful. It's just like freaky and fucking weird. wild. That's what I'm saying. It's yes. especially as the coach. It's like no one's gonna hire you as a coach now because he knows that you're just gonna try to like loop some of the players into like a a fuck fest, for lack of a better term. <laughs> Can you imagine his <laughs> you next know? job interview? So be like, all right. So he's an accountant. Expl- he's like, yeah, yo, <laughs> Connor. <laughs> well, it's not even that. Plans this like, weekend. You want to come? <laughs> it's not even that. It's just like his next coaching job. Just be like, okay, you solemnly swear that you will not loop in your players and other assistant coaches into banging any assistant on this team. Right. Yes. Yes. Sign here. Well, that's the thing, all too, because right. there's also a subordinate thing and all that situation. It's just like, really? Wild. It's not the most surprising thing in the world. It isn't. It really isn't. Shit like this happens all the time, but like, not in LSU. The rule. (laughs) The rule is is never is never shit where you eat. The rule is is never shit where you eat. Right. Yeah. You know I've heard that out of the company Inc. Keep your pen out of the company Inc. Never shit where you eat. Don't. You know it's the same. It's the same principle, different story. And, you know, right. and to your point, I'm sure this happens in a lot of businesses. You know, I've heard a lot of different rumors about businesses that I've been a part of, you know, that shit's going sure. on behind closed doors. Once again, rumors. You never know, though. The fact that this went so public, granted, they are a major, you know, college program. It's a little concerning. But at the end of the day, it's more comical than it could be anything. And yeah, it's that's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, well, anyway, that is the strange and unusual to start off season one. We'll love it. Season three. Uh, so let's get into some shit we got to talk about because clearly okay. we got to talk of it. I mean, so Vince, you know, like I know like when you and I go like, you know, pretty, you know, when, when we go ham sauce, this guy likes to, you know, just get a little, get a little semi-aggressive. Be like, Mikey, let's I wrestle. like I'm wrestling. Like, this guy, when he gets like wasted, wrestling. just wrestles. And I'm just like, dude, why, <laughs> why now? The last fun. time we're together, you know, because I got a lot of bushes and trees in my place. This fucking guy knocked over a goddamn tree, pushes me into a fucking tree. <laughs> Why are there yeah. so many trees where I live? I have no idea. But at the end I was of the about day, a thousand cheats to the wind for sure. We <laughs> were that, that's usually happens when the boys get together. But Vince, yeah. what happened with Dana White on New Year's Eve? Yeah, Dana White um, was in a club with his wife on New Year's Eve, and he 
They were in a verbal altercation. She slapped him. He returned the favor. That's the best way I could say it. Um, obviously, Dana White, what the fuck, man? Why are you hitting your never, wife? Never. Like, ever what are you put fucking doing? Um, like, and not even that it's any better this way or not, but especially in a public place where people fucking know who you are, you're just running around doing that on New Year's Eve. Like, get your shit together. You're an idiot. And then also, like, the, the biggest thing about that, too, is, like, yeah, if you like wrestling and shit, like, I wrestle you because we're similar in size. Like, what are you <laughs> fucking doing as, like, a yoked out, he's definitely on roids, which probably isn't helping him, but a yoked out roid mania guy slapping his wife, like, that's just a bad fucking look, a bad dude, um, and it just, yeah, it just reflects poorly on him. I don't necessarily think that he was the best person in the world before this, but this certainly proves that to me. Yeah, no, there's uh, I saw the videos on TMZ. Definitely something that you look at and you're like, uh, what the fuck was that about? Uh, yeah. Rule number one, never put your hands on a woman ever unless it's warranted and she asked for it uh, anyways. In yeah, the best way that possible. That was a weird way to say it, but yeah. In the best she, way unless possible. Unless she wants it. Yeah. In an LSU <laughs> yeah, running a yeah. train sort of way. Yeah, that kind of shit. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I saw the video. It was egregious as all get out. And it's like, what do you say to that now? And then like you see all the rags on like social medias, like posting the links and stuff. And it's not even Dana White, which I think is funnier than all shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. Chances are he's going to get some negative hype for this because that's usually what happens after shit comes out. Like Already this. fucking happening. Already happening. It's a mm-hmm. damn shame. Yeah, no way. At the end of the day, you know, alcohol, New Year's Eve. It's like, why are you like, to be honest, like, what did you do for New Year's Eve, for example? Went like, to my friend's do? house, uh, drank some tequila, came back, drank some more tequila with my roommate, played some video games. Happy 2023. Right, that was, that was my New Year's. Yeah, like personally, like I don't need to go out for amateur hour anymore. So like, go out to well, also, going to bars is the worst on New Year's Eve. It's like, <sighs> it's like objectively a bad time for any everybody. It's just an invite to like get in a fist fight. Usually nine times out of ten, and it's like, hey, pay a hundred bucks to get in the door and then wait three hours in line for a drink and shit. Like I've done that. I don't need to do that anymore. I didn't have any fun. The last time I did that, I ended up going to a place close to my house. I ended up just going home to drink at my house because I was like, all right, well, at least I can get a drink here. And then I ended up going back after. It was really dumb. It's not fun to go to a bar. I mean, it's probably different when you're a billionaire like he is at this point, probably. And, you know, gets his own private area and all that stuff. But it's just, yeah, bars. No, thank you. Most overrated holiday ever, and nothing good ever happens past, like, 2 a.m. Not sure what happened in this scenario. Yeah, I got to level 45 with Nazi zombies at, like, 3 a.m., so that's a plus. By yourself? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. My roommate. Good time. Good time. Oh, dude. That's the best. Holy shit. What is that? A plane? That's a heli. That's badass. They're coming. They're coming for me, Vince. (laughs) They're coming for me. You'll hear some of the outdoor... I've heard a couple like Ferraris and stuff and planes very sporadically, but like, you know, if I hear something wild, I'm I mean, I am in Scottsdale. That's true. You know, we, we do best with what we have, right? (laughs) Are you already weeing? You don't live there yet. I'm just saying, I'm just saying we do, (laughs) we do the best with what we have. True. Uh, true. But to that point, yeah, sorry for the plane noise and hot car noises. There's a lot of those around here. No, that Uh, shit's cool. Listeners like it. I'm sure. Yeah, well, if they hate it, sorry in advance, but next week will be a lot quieter. So we're, we're episode one, no doubt. But Vince, we got NBA talk now, I, yeah. I guess. So so why don't you just kick this off? 
Dude, it was rough. Uh, Donovan Mitchell dropped 71 on the Chicago Bulls, and they were winning the game for the majority of it, and then Donovan Mitchell just went on a heater. It's not a good look for the Bulls. Um, I don't really know what to say about them anymore. All I'm saying is that looking at the schedule and thinking about my beard, I think the best-case scenario here is that the Bulls get into the play-in tournament and hopefully get out from there because that's the only that's the only thing I got. Yeah, I don't. I think you're definitely shaving your beard. I it's, think it's it's an inevitability. Don't forget the play-in though. Don't forget the play-in because seven, eight, nine, ten. It's an inevitability. You're shaving. They your have beard. a chance. They have no shot, bro. They are such ass. It's not even funny. Um, what I will say though, Donovan Mitchell accounted for ninety-nine points on their team, whether it's assists or points or whatever maybe he accounted for all of those which is the second most all time after 106 from will chamberlain on his record-breaking um game obviously so he was on a heater it was super badass but like at the end of the day the bulls are the bulls are are gonna bulls right now and donovan mitchell's on cleveland now right yes he is okay see i pay attention a little bit and Mm -hmm. i don't know if you pay i did see this the other night Lori markin and spazzing in utah yeah, he's been really good this year. Utah is up and down, but he's been really good this year. They started off the year real hot. Yeah. Well, they got Danny Ainge now at the helm, and he's going to do what Danny Ainge does and put together a hell of a program. So and fucking Utah. It's such a joke. <laughs> fucking Utah. In Mormon land, he will make Shout it happen. <laughs> do you think he moved there because he wanted a third wife or a second wife or something? You think like he 50% moved there? 50% chance. Or he likes skiing. One or the other. I don't know what the... I don't I think, know what it is. But. I think it's more so the latter than it is having a second wife. Um, you could want to. Who knows? But there's the thing. If you become a Mormon, you can't, like, drink, like, alcohol anymore. Did you know that? It's like You alco- can't outwardly drink. That's the thing. And uh, no offense to anybody that's a Mormon here on uh, the Taxi Squad podcast listeners. But my thing is I feel like there's so many stringent rules that once you're in the comfort of your own home, they probably don't follow them anymore. Who knows? I mean, you never and somebody know. Somebody that does, it's like, I'm so sorry for you because that is a lot to take on and I wouldn't be able to do it. It's just like the whole soaking thing. Cause that's the thing too, is you start hearing about like, what do people do to get out of it? You know, it's like, oh, like God's hole or whatever it may be. Like, why would you try to get out of something like that if you don't, you know, like, why don't you just stop believing in Mormonism? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just like my I mean, normal, and not only like, that, non-religious but like, brain. But the religion was created by like a guy. Like, yeah, John just Smith. Like, he's just like the homie from down the street. And he's like, I I saw God, so believe me. <laughs> believe like, me, I saw. You know, he had like a he had like I think he had like a total of like twenty four or thirty wives. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They he was ranged, a cultist, dude. It's they, a, it's a cold thing. Yeah, they ranged from ages of like nine to like sixty. Yeah, the man was. Really disgusting. Like a fucking The only psycho. way that you wouldn't think he's disgusting is if you were part of his cult. Um, but, yeah, I don't think there's – I don't even think it's offensive calling it a cult because I'm 9,000% sure it was. But I don't no, know. No, it it's still like, is. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, it depends on your opinion on the whole thing, obviously, but there's an argument to be made that all of them are. So you're kind of in a situation where it's like, all right. But, yeah, he probably wants – Danny Ainge probably wants multiple wives to get back to the point. 100% Danny Ainge wants multiple wives. That's why I left Boston. Yeah. He's like, you know yeah. what? I'm just going to go in a quiet ski town, get my second wife, whether I'm Mormon or not. That's what's happening. 
Yeah, because he was in yeah. Boston. He's like, I can't take this accent anymore. I gotta get the fuck out of can't here. Can't take this accent anymore. <laughs> he played baseball. He played basketball. Now he's a Mormon. It's official. Yep. It's official. The guy does everything. Shout Danny out to Danny H. Knocking shit off of his list. <laughs> just knocking shit off. List one by one. One yep. by one. Um, okay. So MLB hot stove. Yep. It continues. Yes, um, it does. Ben attendee officially a White Sox. Uh, he got announced post- today. Yeah, he, he got announced. Conference. I didn't uh, because it's the same shit every single time. They overhype it. it. Um, it's the White Sox Sox explaining things yep. for 35 minutes and Rick Hahn coming on the line saying, well, we believe he's a key piece to our future. And blah, 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 blah. The story this time is he was drafted seventh by the Red Sox the year that he was drafted. And the White Sox had the eighth pick and they were going to take him at eight and they didn't. So Rick Hahn's been wanting them for years and they finally got him. And that was probably the sales pitch. Um, he's an even keel guy. We know who Andrew Penitenti is this year or now um last year he went over 300 he was an all-star it's great to see we've talked about all this stuff the one thing that came out of it that i took from it and i'm like i don't really know um basically griffol said that he would talk to eloy and basically told him like get ready to play some right field he's gonna play right field throughout the year um i assume it's spot starts but i don't know how i feel about moving him to a position whoa whoa whoa, whoa wait <laughs> eloy eloy's gonna play right field sometimes he's not the consistent starter oh, i think oscar colas is coming up to do it boy, but he will be playing some right field <laughs> that's so he's gonna get bad. injured again man he's gonna get injured again it's so bad that's yeah. so bad in so many ways it is how do you what Oh my God! It's like <laughs> no. center field and right field are the you have to have your best defensive players in the outfield in those positions. Yeah, there is no if ands or buts about that. And I mean, the hope of it all is Oscar Colas comes up and he's got a good bat and he's got a good arm and he can take care of right field for most of the time. Um, ben Antony came to play left though, so he's a left fielder. He's going to play the Pollock role that Pollock kind of took over last year. And then keep Eloy off the field and let him just hit the ball and stay healthy for a goddamn year so he can hit 40 bombs for us. That's all I care about. Is he going to hit 40 bombs, though, Vince? I think he can. I really think he can. I I mean, okay. And he can barely – the only thing he does is hit the ball in the gaps, maybe run to second base if he can because he's afraid to run now. When his power's working, though, he hits the ball far. New hitting coach, new coaching staff. Maybe you'll get something out of them. Noah Brayu, Andrew Vaughn. You yep. went out and you signed Ben Attendee. You have Robert coming back. Great. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I feel about this. The outlook isn't wonderful. I'll tell you that. I'm definitely going in a very optimistic approach this year. The outlook isn't wonderful. Um, I don't really know how this Rami Gonzalez at second base is going to work out for me. Lennon That's Sosa what they're going with. Spots. That's what they're yeah. going with. Supposedly. Oh, and then obviously fuck. Grandall's behind the plate. Let's see if we can get another catcher in here. It's, you know, it's cheap pickings when the White Sox don't spend any money. It's been obvious. Um, Benintendi's their biggest signing ever, which is hilarious given the amount of money he was given. <sighs> and then it's also hilarious given the deal that Devers just signed to stay with the Red Sox. So I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Somebody spent some money here. They refuse, and they will refuse until the team is sold. Like, yep. there's no bones about it. The, the Sox are going to sign. There's boy. rumors that three teams are going to be signed this year. Or, sorry, sold this year. One of them better be the White Sox. 
I don't think it's going to be, but oh, you know, yeah. But anyway, in other baseball news, Rafael Devers signing an extension with the Red Sox, eleven years, three hundred and thirty-one million. What are your thoughts, Mike? I mean, he's Rafael Devers, and Boston always holds down their top talent, and they don't skimp out on it. So, except for one guy they lost this year, Xander Bogarts. Yeah, and then what about Mookie Betts? That's the thing. I was just like, well, I they, they were... traded Mookie Betts and they got fleeced for, for yeah for crackers. Yeah, which is good karma considering what they did to us with the Mancata deal. Yes, you know, so it's good karma. It always comes back to you at some point in the game. But yeah, no, Devers is a stud, man. He's one of the best third basemen in all the game. I mean, there's He's no a great doubt hitter about too. It. Yeah, it's a wonderful hitter. I mean, he can crush the ball from the left side of the plate. That's a very sound place to be a left-handed hitter to play in yeah, Fenway sure. half the year. I mean, you hit it down the pesky pole, you got to hit the ball maybe 312 feet, and there you have okay, it. If that, just hit it on the liner. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Over. You could if you if you twist that thing around the pesky pole. Life's good. Yeah, so, yeah, no, Devers is, yeah, it, you were always kind of pretty sure the Red Sox were going to keep him around. You'd like to think it's nice to see them sign a big deal. You just wish the White Sox would do what the Red Sox do. And then finally, but, Eric Hosmer. Oh, to the, there's a to name the, you haven't heard in a while. To the Cubs, right? Sign with the Cubs. He'll probably take a DH or a first base role, moving Wisdom to DH then also. And then Nick Madrigal no longer has a place on that team. Come back to the White Sox. You think that'll happen? I'd like him to. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think there's I don't a think shot will either, now. Yeah, please no. come back to the White Sox. Because what hey, is he doing on that team? Nothing. I, I'm still hearing some thoughts that the Mets really are coming after uh, our, our your 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 best friend Liam Hendricks. So I can't wait to see him go. We'll see. Can't wait to see him go, Vince. We'll see about that. Can't we'll wait to see that. that floppy piece of shit go because he doesn't help us. Package him with Eloy. Let's get him out of town. Hater. Haters. Love Who it. needs the haters? Should we talk about some football, Mike? I love talking about some football, Vince. Me too. I'm a big football guy. Did you watch college football this weekend? I watched a ton of college football this weekend, and it was like crack cocaine. It was fantastic. It was fun. It was I, so no, no, fun. Let me rephrase that. It was addicting. There you go. There you go. There you go. Certainly. Um, a couple games get out of the way before we start diving into the juicy ones. Uh, my boys, Notre Dame. Taking down South Carolina. Some teams couldn't do it, but my boys could. Um, it was sketchy. I was texting you guys throughout the whole thing. I had Norman Nate on speed dial for that whole entire run. Um, <clears throat> my biggest takeaway is they got a lot better as the year ended. And you love to see that. Obviously, that's going to happen. It was so bleak in the beginning of the year. Is Marcus Freeman the guy? Who knows any of that shit? Tyler Buchner, Buchner came in. And he did pretty all right. I'll be happy with it. Spencer Rattler had a really good game until the end there. And, you know, it ended up working out for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And I'm happy to see it. You know, every time I seem to talk shit about Notre Dame when they're not <laughs> playing USC at events, they wind up doing good things. <laughs> and uh, I just kept talking shit to Vince. And they won the game. So you're welcome in advance. Yeah, Mike even told me, hey, maybe sprinkle some money down at halftime. I'm like, that's a good idea. I did that, won a couple bucks. <laughs> and it's bada the truth. Bing, bada boom. I'm and it's the truth. Vinny wins a little skish. You know, he maybe threw a five or a ten berg down on it. My cut. It was nothing. Yeah. Mike's 20%. like, I get a cut. And I was like, I'll get I'll give you fifteen cents. It's not like I put my house down on it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's fun. No. 
definitely, definitely don't do that. But yeah, hey, you know the Dame, <laughs> they, they they won a bowl game, big for Marcus Freeman last year in the desert, shit the bed, pissed down his leg, lost to OSU, terrible. OSU loses this year, not Ohio State, and talking Oklahoma State. Yeah, um, and not only that, but you know, hey, uh, <laughs> in the words of Norman Nate, the rattlesnake will derail. Give it some time, and sure, shit, he it did. Happened. Yeah, I it mean, really it did happen. Called it. it was a close game, but yeah, he did. Um, it was another really one that game. we were that came in came on right after that. The orangest orange bowl of all time. There was so much orange, I couldn't even. Who see. is that kid throwing the ball for Tennessee? Dude, he's a boss. Dude, Joe Milton. He looked better. Joe Milton. He looked he's better good. than Hendon Hooker. Don't you dare! No, he, he did. Vince. He has looked, a stronger Hooker, arm than Hendon Hooker any day of the week. Yeah, but Hendon Hooker has legs more than him. It's Hendon Hooker was winning a Heisman if he was healthy the whole year. I'm just saying Your that kid was throwing the ball all over the yard. I agree. I mean, that team's really good. It, you like everybody's like Clemson's having a down year. Clemson was having a down year. They did for sure. Um, but Tennessee took care of them the entire game. There was no doubt in my mind the entire time. Like it took what fourth quarter before Clemson even scored a touchdown. Tennessee just took over. Their team is so good. I hope this is consistency as they move forward. It's fun to have more competitive SEC teams like this, but that was fucking is the orangest orange bowl of all time. We'll never see this again. This is unprecedented. Well, the problem is Clemson has an accountant playing quarterback. Yes. If DJ Oogla Oogla was still on the team. Chewy uh, Chong. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 if Chewy Chag Oogla Booga was still on the team, they would still be probably in that game but you know you have some accountant throwing the football if dj and this other kid on tennessee what's his name again vince uh joe milton joe milton if milton and dj ugabadugi are throwing the football back and forth the whole game throwing just bombs because they all have cannons that Mm -hmm. game's far more fun to watch than any other game yeah i agree i mean i saw a uh this is kind of a scroll moment but i was watching a little Justin Fields documentary type deal thing that opened. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and they were just talking about Trevor Lawrence and how Trevor Lawrence was so good. And I'm like, he was so fucking good for so long that really derailed the Clemson a little bit after he left where it was like, all right, now DJ's going to be the next Trevor Lawrence. The amount of pressure that puts on a guy to be like, Hey, you have to be the best prospect in years. It's like, well, it's right, like cool. now DJ Ugabadoogie is going to Hawaii. Yeah. No pressure at all. He's probably going to throw for like 17,000 yards in a season. Yeah. And, and it, I, to your point, though, how do you get out of that? You can't follow out? that up. You no. can't follow that up. He was so, so good. And like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was like the number one prospect for like five years. It was like, you can take a quarterback, but Trevor Lawrence is coming in a couple of years. Like that was the whole thing. Oh, Lawrence was the guy when he got out of high school like yeah. he was being already touted as the second coming of christ he was and that he was kinda, why justin fields kinda, was number two looked, all the time that's why he was always number two because they came out of like basically the same town so it's just like could you Trevor imagine could you imagine though like having that follow you basically now your entire career your entire football career from the time you're in high school to the time now you're a professional you and one other guy are being compared to each other forever Forever, and they still are to this day. To this day, it's like Trevor Lawrence, ever. Justin Fields, and like, it's been that way since they were in high school, which is you turn on first take last week, and it's like, who would you rather have? And they're talking about those two guys, which is 
a breath of fresh air as a Bears fan. But like yeah. you got to think, it's like Justin Fields is always number two, and now it's a split split decision here. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been balling recently, so has Justin Fields. You know, Justin watch, Fields ran the ball five times last week and rushed for 105 yards, which yeah. is just average. It just you're averaging like 25 yards a carry at that point, which is fucking stupid. Yep. He got murdered by the Lions. <laughs> well, yeah, the Bears were in that game for like the first half. I'm like, all right, Bears, Bears. No, no, no Bears. <laughs> all right. Oh, college but... football, though. We got a college corner. Football. We got a corner we'll get to. We Alabama? Got... Did you watch that? Yeah. Kansas State was fucking horrible. <laughs> Here's my question. Like, if Alabama plays Georgia in the final, or I guess you call it the final four. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. The top four. I like it. We'll call it that. Patent Dude, it. Patent it. Yeah. Not like they haven't already. Um, (laughs) If Bama plays Georgia in that game, minus Ohio State, although it, I have. It was close as fuck, though. I know. know. It was. It was a one point game, dude. It was really close. And if CJ Stroud doesn't shit the bed in the fourth quarter, chances are it's a different story. But he lost Marvin Harrison Jr., which was brutal, brutal for them. He was on a heater. That was some bullshit. Dude, Marvin Harrison Jr. after next season is going to be like the top wide He's receiver so in all of college football. It's going to be insane. Depending on how the quarterbacks shape out, he might be a top five pick. No doubt about it. Yeah, no doubt about it. There's, uh, Anyways, to your point, though, I know it was a close game, but does Bama compete with Georgia in that game a little bit better than Ohio State would? Although, to the point. All that is is a win, though. If they compete better, they beat them. Yeah. You know? Because it was a one point, like that was to the wire. Georgia ended up just coming in hot at the end of the game and taking it over. Maybe shut down defense. Maybe if you're going to make that argument for Alabama, because they got big dogs on the line there. Obviously, the best defensive prospect coming out next year is Alabama. Um, yeah, I would say defensively they'd be fine, but it was a shootout. Like CJ Stroud was throwing. Like it was Stetson Bennett's old ass was also <laughs> throwing, but I don't know. It's if. It, Comparing Georgia to Kansas State is night and day. So when I look no, at no, I like, know, but I'm just talking Georgia. more so from a competitive standpoint. Or does like, you know, not saying you were going to boot Michigan in that TCU game, but I, I think, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you probably should have. But I mean, once again, the odds on TCU to win that game was like plus four hundred odds. Like it was, yeah, insane. you bet on that. Congrats. If and you put over. some, congrats. yeah, if you put that in the over together. And then put Georgia to win on top of it. I mean, absolutely insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane if you put that. I mean, hey, I bet on Michigan. I put my money on Michigan. I shouldn't have did that. Yeah. I was, was stuck. Only, was that the only game you bet on, too? You bet That's on that? the only game I bet on. And then I was like, I'm <laughs> that done. Sucks. That I am sucks. done. I you am done. Shit. I should have. I should have. <laughs> I should have. I, I, put, I put all the coins down on the over and Michigan. Ooh. And it was close there for a minute. I was like, "Ooh, yeah. this could happen. This could happen." But no, wasn't going to happen. That yeah. TCU defense is stingy as fuck, man. They had yeah. a great game. And, and you know, I just hope Michigan fans don't come out and play the you know Ohio State slash Notre Dame blame the ref game. Just don't yeah, do that. Just don't do that. I mean, you can't. I mean, I don't think you can. Um, you got outplayed. Oh. Both quarterbacks had pretty comparable games overall. I like Max Duggan a lot. He's so fun to watch. Um, it just ended up coming down to the end. Like TCU got on it right at the beginning of the game. 
it's like it took Michigan a, a second to get into it. And J.J. McCarthy, last couple weeks, has been a lot better than he has been this year, at least from the eye test as far as when I'm watching it. Um, but I think just think TCU got too far ahead in the beginning of the game, and then Michigan was just trying to come back. Like TCU held all of the momentum in that game. Maybe, maybe the fourth quarter they started losing a little bit more, but you you run out of time at some point. That's kind of what happened. Michigan just ended up losing that game. I'm a TCU guy. I'm excited about them. I hope they end up winning it all. I don't think they will, but hey, that's that's not what I said was going to happen last week. So good for them. Well, you know what? Now my money's going to go on TCU. Maybe that's the wrong thing to do, but I think. All right, it's so a I'm going to bet on Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> In my most humble opinion, though, I do think TCU has a true shot. Although Georgia's just so good. They're I mean, so good. you you thought they were out of that game against Ohio State in the second half, I was like, no way are they coming back from this. But somehow Stetson Bennett, they come back. They just keep coming back. But C.J. Stroud put himself in top two talk. He really did. After that game. You can't blame him for the loss. That's not his fault. He was on fire. Yeah, that's that's really what it was. That's really what it was. His kicker could, well, although that was a 59 yard. It was field a far goal. kick. I was going to say that was, that was a hard kick to hit. And he already hit two in that game. Uh, he had a 48 yarder in that game, too. So it's like he was doing all right. It's just college kickers, you know, it's a it's a crapshoot. It's a hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, nice there you go. There you go. So <laughs> looking forward to this, though, CJ Stroud showed out, right? Mm-hmm. Put himself in the top two talk for the draft. Now, Max Duggan's coming out this year, too. He had a yeah. killer game. He did. Does he get himself picked in the first round, or do you think he's more of a second-day, third-day guy? If he's first round, he's late, just based on what people are saying. I See, that's the thing. Like When I look at quarterbacks, I'm like, why Like why doesn't this guy seem good? Or even you start thinking about Jalen Hurts. You're like, Jalen Hurts went second round. It's like, obviously, people weren't seeing shit that they should have. Um, so there's like a lot of that where it's like, you know, NFL scouts fuck up a lot of shit, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, but I see Max Duggan. I can see somebody reaching, but this is a quarterback-rich draft, at least at the top. The teams that need him are probably going to go out and get him right off the bat here. Um, maybe in the t- last 10 picks of the first round, but if I were if I were anybody, I could see him going in the, in the first 15 of the second round. Okay, okay, fair enough. I think that's a fair statement. Now, looking forward, Vince, did you realize that our underdog Cinderella story was like two seconds away from happening? It was so close. It was so like I kept thinking to myself, I was like, holy shit. We almost picked this correctly. We were like two seconds away from picking this correctly. And I said it from the jump. I thought Ohio State had a far better chance to beat Georgia than TCU did Michigan. But clearly that just went on the opposite side of. And that's like both games. And a lot of years for sure. We've had situations where it was like, because everybody says, Hey, we should add eight teams to the playoff, 10 teams to the playoff. And then what ends up happening is you watch the top four teams play and one destroys four and two beats three by a pretty mean margin. That is not what happened this year. Obviously three ended up kicking off two, but Either game, one possession changes the whole thing. Obviously, Ohio State, if they make that kick, it's over. But even Michigan, like, they lost by six. Like, you put in a touchdown, an extra point, you win that game too. So this is a situation where both teams had their ups, had their downs. I thought each team was winning at some point within the game. It just, you know, it ended up going the way it does. And 
I guess Georgia's the defending champion for a reason, but I, I think this was probably the most exciting and fun final final four, quote unquote, to watch ah. since the playoff really started, if I'm being honest. To your point, yeah, I think it was one of the most exhilarating college football finals I've seen in the past five, ten years. Easy. Yeah. Um, to that point, now we got some predictions. So, Vince. Wait, we didn't talk about your boys. <sighs> You're such a fuck. Okay, Vince, go ahead. Hey, like I said, one point game. Uh, uh, either team could have uh, uh, won. Oh, oh. Caleb Williams looks really good. Um, kind of the CJ Stroud type of deal. He had 600 yards of total offense, and he lost a fucking football game. Yeah, comparing quarterback stats because it's funny because Tulane's Tulane runs the ball a lot. Like that's a known. Do they? Thing. Do they? Um, yeah. Caleb Williams went 37 for 52, 462, five touchdowns. Michael Pratt, on the other hand, eight for 17, 234, two touchdowns. He threw the ball 17 times. Caleb Williams threw the ball 52 times. Mm-hmm. Wild. Um, Tulane's a fun team. Obviously, you weren't rooting for them. They're they've no been shit, fun all Vince. year. Um, yeah, but yeah. no, I mean to be like outside of like I don't obviously like if USC won, I would have been like good. Both of our teams won. Um, but Tulane is is fun to watch. I'm sure it was rowdy in New Orleans, or that's where it is, right? It was actually in Dallas. No, but Tulane's in New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's probably rowdy there. Um. Uh-huh. It just, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it off your chest. I need to hear it. So, in the past four weeks, USC's secondary has given up a total of 1,800 yards. <laughs> so, that's kind four of the weeks? tale of four weeks. Holy fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, with all that being said, you know what, hey. For the first season to go eleven and three, you lose two games to one team. Fine. You let this game just fall by the wayside. You scored forty-eight points on offense. There is no way, or forty-five points on offense. There is no way you should lose this game. But they are becoming the Oklahoma of the Southwest. That's what's happening. So, with all of that being said. Um, I knew that there was going to be a breaking point. I was like, okay, score, 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 score. But now you got to play defense. Now you just need to stop, get the ball back, knee on it. Yeah, they couldn't do that. And that ending play where um, the kick returner let the ball hit him. Yeah, that was wild. And it goes out at the one. And then there's a safety, which gave them two points. And then they needed a touchdown and an extra point conversion in order to win the game by a point, and they scored said touchdown. That was the difference. That safety was really the difference. That safety meant the game. Yeah. Like, if and, you like, get out of your own end zone, I mean, props to the Tulane defense because they put up a fight against a really good offense that you would have thought could have got out of their own end zone, but they yeah. couldn't. And they deserve to lose that game. That's my opinion. They deserve every fucking little piece of losing that game. Yeah, and like to spin zone it, um, as you said, it's first year of the program. Like three, two, three weeks ago, whatever it was, I get messed up with the buys. Um, they had a position to be in the college football playoff, which I know it's. Oh, sucks and, and, and you know what? No, no, I'm I'm very happy that they're not because they would have yeah. gotten smoked. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! By any of them, <laughs> they would have gotten absolutely destroyed by any team in that final four per se. Yeah. So um, I have one more thing too to ask you 
because I saw this floating around. Yeah, yeah. Not for USC. USC, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to tuck it in. Good night. Jim Harbaugh, if he gets an NFL contract, it's almost a for sure he's going. They're saying that. Is that smoke and mirrors or is that facts? Ask me that question one more time. Jim Harbaugh, if he's given an NFL contract, he's taking it. Okay. That's what they say. He's taking it. That's what's going to happen. He's come here. He's beat Ohio State twice. He's taking it. Smoke and mirrors? I think it has valid cases that he leaves. I, I don't think there's a chance in hell that he stays. Uh-uh, I'm with you. I, I, I don't think. But last year that happened too. That's what I was saying, and I it could be the same thing again. But, you know, there's there's already enticing jobs. That Denver job could end up being a good one. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So I just don't know necessarily how his offense is going to fit in a place like that. But Jim Harbaugh might be might be on the run. Jimmy, suck for Jimmy Harbaugh could be on the run. It very well could be the case, Vince, that Jim Harbaugh is running next season. Now, moving forward. Bring back Rich going. Rod. Bring back Rich Rod. <laughs> I don't Everybody think that's the, the tale right. of all your issues either, though. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. I was right. I don't think Harbaugh leaves. I I don't think a, I don't think he does either. A part of me, a, really good a, job. a part of me is like, yeah, he's gone. And then another part of me is looking at it from a sense of, okay, how does this work? How does this make sense? Right. Next steps. How does this work for Michigan? I don't think there's a shot that he goes back to the NFL because now he has to restart altogether. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, you're right. I, it's like, um, I, yeah, like it's, he's in a, such a good situation here. I think the only way that I could, I can argue against it is he likes the NFL game better and he doesn't like recruiting. So if that's the case, then he's obviously gone. Um, but he's obviously recruited really good teams in the last couple of years. He's on an upward trajectory. It's just now all he can do to, to better his stock is win a win a championship, and he obviously lost one this year. So it's like, what, what do you do think is the reasoning that he shits the bed every time in the playoffs? Are you saying in general? Because he also did that in the NFL. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. It um, seems like when the lights are the brightest, he Kirk Cousins. No, I don't know, because it's always close games. Um, he also never has a good quarterback. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like if you well, think Colin about Kaepernick the whole Nick was a sick quarterback, though, he was really good for like a year and a half until they kind of figured him out. And then, you know, J.J. McCarthy should be better than he is kind of sitting on a situation like even Alex Smith. Alex Smith wasn't his best when he was in even the 49ers uniform. Obviously, he's better as a chief, but it's just like, you know, maybe you just got to get an elite quarterback to get you past that bump. But Hell, if he's doing it without it, he obviously loves the run game. He leans on it a lot. Like, it ends up working out. It's just, I don't know. Wherever he goes, it's going to be a lot of buzz, and we're obviously going to talk about it a lot. But I I don't know. I think uh, if I were to place my bets right now, I'd say he's staying at Michigan. I'm going to take the uh, take the less-traveled route there. Well, this J.J. McCarthy kid has, like, two more years of eligibility, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, and he's supposed to be good, and he's been getting better. And I mean, last week he was absolutely on fire two weeks ago so i mean there's an, there's an argument to be made that he's going to be good next year it's just you know we'll see what happens and if they lose jim harbaugh then you got to find somebody else that's going to be able to do what he does and that hasn't been an easy way to do it because there is talk about ryan day also getting canned 
if they can Ryan Day, that's the most Ohio State thing that has ever happened ever. Well, maybe he's just, you know, reaping off of the Urban Meyer teat, for lack of a better term. No, Ryan Day's a great coach. I don't know how I, you could say that to a guy is. who's lost like three games in the past four years. Right, but there's those conversations are being had, is what I'm saying. So it's like expectations are different when you're a team like Ohio State. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I But then again, who are you going to bring in? You got to bring back Urban? <laughs> you got to bring back Urban? It's not a horrible no, idea. No. He's good in college. He's good and he belongs there, obviously. He likes the bars. I just heard he's a horrible person. I mean, oh, we've, sure. we've kind I'm of sure. figured that out by now. But Yeah, but do you think all head coaches in the NFL or in college football are good people? There's like probably more of the former than the latter. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure of that, but then again, you know, if you're going to want your kid to kind of be semi-raised by this guy, which kind of winds up happening how that works, in some yeah. way, you know, don't be an asshole and don't stick your fingers where they don't belong, Urban. <laughs> that wasn't even a pun. That wasn't even a term of phrase. You're, just, you're actually being completely honest. I'm being 100% true. Keep your fingers uh, out of it. <laughs> keep your fingers out of it, Urban. Uh, that's a, that's a good one. If like your friend goes to like grab something out of the wrong place, you'd be like, "Keep your fingers out of it, Urban." We're starting new trends here. Keep All your right, fingers thanks. out of the cookie jar. So after you busted my balls, and now we go on our little riff, okay, yeah. with the with the coaches, okay. So now the the, the final set. So we got TCU, yeah. and we got Georgia. Yes. What's the start and finish of this game look like to you? I. Oh, I really want TCU to win. Georgia's such a wagon. Um, but I'm going to take TCU. I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to try to do the same thing. Uh, it's obviously harder to do against Georgia than it is against Michigan, but what they need to do is get out there and score early um, and kind of take control of the game. Don't let their freaking Georgia's 55-year-old quarterback get comfortable because that was a big thing when we were watching this game, especially against Ohio State, is Stetson Bennett looked a little, you know, I got to get rid of the ball. got to get rid of the ball. A little scared. That's what you want to do. I mean, he does not going to get flustered easily. He's obviously been in college football for 15 years. So if he gets a chance to sit in the pocket and actually, like, look at the defense and all that stuff, it's gonna, not going to work out great for them. So make sure you get pressure on the quarterback. Score early and control the pace is really going to be the biggest thing for them. But I'm going to take DCU. I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah. This is a difficult one for me to pick. But uh, I mean, it's probably going to be Georgia, but if TCU is winning, that's the script they got. to. I really by. just want TCU to win. Do I think that's going to happen? I think you and I are both in the same boat <laughs> where it's like, yeah, Georgia's probably going to win the game. But do we who do we want to win the game? TCU, for sure. Every yeah. Michigan fan and their mother's going to be rooting for Georgia because for sure. they're pesky like that. And they're petty like that. But at the I end, I think of the, the consensus American pick is going to be Georgia, the Horn Frogs one. Well, but yeah, but. By heart, by emo- emotional call, not by actual real argument. Like, and Georgia's a better team, I would say overall for sure. I don't think there's any arguing that, but TCU's got the got the people by the heart. They got them by the hats. They got them by the hearts. Hats. I mean, got them by the hat. First year head coach, really dig it. Or not first year head coach. He's a newer head coach. I think this is just a great story. And Max Duggan with the heart issues, it's really cool. So, all right, TCU by three. Yeah, I mean, they're not winning by any more than maybe a touchdown. Seven max. The lines haven't even come out on the game, so we don't even know 
I mean, if you had to pick a score tomorrow, what would it be? 45-42. Oh, wow. High score. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to say I'm going to go with 31-28 TCU. Okay. All right. It's a three-point game. Three-point game. It's all we're seeing. Get ready for that. I mean, hey, that's why I say game's going to end a field goal either way. So let's get into we're, some NFL picks. We're a Horned Frogs podcast. We're a Horned Frog pod. Very similar to how we were a Bengals pod. They got close last year, but we're getting close now. So fucking break my heart if that happens. Fucking again. break my heart. <laughs> it never happened again. Anyways, if that's the case, never listen to us ever again. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's get into some NFL talk. Yes, sure. Pause. <laughs> I didn't put the thing on there because I'm a big dumb dumbass. Twelve and three what? this week, Vince. Twelve and three. Yeah. Yeah, you played really well. Um, and oh, I, I did not. So Everybody, you know, if you listened last week, you understand what my strategy was. Um, I did not. I took teams that I probably wouldn't have taken just to get an advantage. But, yeah, what I'm going to end up doing this week is going to be pretty aggressive because at this point now, as far as the rankings are concerned for our entire picks this year, I'm sitting at 146 and 109. You have a 14-game lead on me, so you're 160 and 95. So I basically have to pick the exact opposite of what you pick for every game to even have a chance all right so the dallas cowboys right now are close eyeing the one seed in the entire nfc also the one seed in the nfc so if the dallas cowboys want to win the nfc first off the eagles have to lose so the eagles clinch it if they win that's just going to happen because they are 13 and 3 right now um the 49ers and the cowboys are both 12 and 4 so 49ers clinch that one seed if they win versus the Cardinals. The Eagles lose. Uh, Cowboys clinch with a Eagles and 49ers loss or tie, and then they beat the Commanders. So they're officially closer than they've ever been to the one seed. Uh, the Eagles, it's not looking great. Hopefully Hurts is back for them if they want to try to play for that one seed. I don't know what they're going to end up doing here, but they could add, potentially move from one to five, and the Cowboys can move from five to one in one week. So it's hot up there right now. I still think the Eagles are kind of like they know they got the division on lock. But do they know they, can they don't do win it. this year or this week? I mean, if Jalen Hurts comes back, he was tempted to start that game. Yeah. That's the thing. So I believe the Eagles still got this division wrapped up with a nice pretty bow on it. I think, I I mean, think Cowboys, so, too. I just It's possible is the problem. The Cowboys are going to Cowboys. Just know that. Everybody's going to get all excited because they beat the fucking Titans the Titans are ass anyways. So it's like, as it moves forward, is it really going to be that big of a difference? I don't think so. Yeah, and we say all of that, and then the biggest reality of it all is the 49ers play the Cardinals next week, and if the 49ers win and the Eagles lose, they're taking the one seed anyway. So it's not like, if the 49ers lose, it's going to be a wild time, truly. Yeah, in my opinion, that the 49ers are on a roll right now. Brock Purdy's a dog. That's my Super Bowl pick. Picked him I mean, with Jimmy G and it worked out. <laughs> yeah, I say hey, don't don't count on time. Um, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Cardinals, Falcons. I don't have any anything to say about this. They're nah, both, I got nothing. They're both bad. That, that was that was a shit bowl of shit bowls. Falcons won. Desmond Ritter got a got a dub. Good for him. 
another sneaky playoff situation here. The New England Patriots? How the fuck are they here? Told you the Pats were going to beat the Dolphins. I knew it was going to happen because Chewy Chagavaloa wasn't in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or Teddy Bridgewater, for what it's worth. So you're sitting on Skylar Thompson. Uh, he's not even a formidable backup, really, it feels like. Uh, that offense has been figured out a little bit. It's kind of the way that I see it. And now we're at a point where if the season ended today, the Patriots are in the playoffs. Do they do anything in the playoffs? Absolutely not, but they're in it. Yeah, they're in it. I, I, we'll see. I mean, I, I, th- I still think Tom's coming back. I mean, bet on it. Shit, like, Tom's this coming. This is a good back. team with Tom Brady. No. Tom's coming back, man. Bet on it. Uh, and then Saints beating the Eagles. I mean, come on. Yeah, but who, Minshew would have thought that Minshew? You know, uh, Andy Dalton's boring as shit. I hate watching him play quarterback. I say it every week. We've watched enough of <laughs> Andy Dalton in so many other situations. The best thing about all of that is that the Bucks ended up winning, so we don't have to watch them play anymore after this week. That's kind of my take yeah. away with this. I fucking hate. I hate Dan. Dan Dalton's so annoying to watch. Yeah, no. Andy Dalton, PSD with the Bears, for sure. And it shows also that Jalen Hurts might be, and not necessarily the award, but he might be the most valuable player because the Eagles are a lot worse without him. A lot worse. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Jalen Hurts is a dog. And like I mean, Minshew's good, but need him. And Lane Johnson. I mean, you can't fit right. you, you can't like dismiss the top offensive tackle on all football. Right. So that's facts. Yeah. yeah. Just saying. You gotta have your blindside protector. Um, okay. Well, as we look at this, the Giants, the Giants beat the Colts. Clinch the playoff berth. Shout out to Brian Dable. What a coaching job. Snap, snap, snap. Might be the coach of the year this year. I think it's uh on everybody's radar honestly <laughs> at this point where he could be the coach of the year i don't see anybody else that's even you know even has a chance to win it besides him right now maybe the Dave ball's been guy. a stud forgot his name Dave ball's been a stud um and i just didn't like the cave on thibodeau snow angel i thought that was in poor taste yeah do you see the interview that he had um so jeff saturday basically said it was tasteless Kayvon Thibodeau is like, I don't even know who he is, so you can't say shit about me if I don't even know who you are. I don't know how he doesn't know who fucking Jeff Saturday is. <laughs> He's a football player. Doesn't make any sense to me. He's like one of the best centers of all time. Um, but yeah, that was weird. Uh, Nick Foles is on the ground, obviously convulsing or something of the nature. I don't think he necessarily he was writhing in pain. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of in poor taste to say the least. Yeah. But do you think he knew that was happening? I mean, Vince, if you're on the ground right next to me squirming in pain and I'm doing a snow angel. I mean, granted, he did shit after where he obviously had no remorse. So that's not even. But like, maybe he didn't know at the time. And then he's trying to. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Doesn't not a not a good look. Not a good look. <laughs> I'll give you that. Terrible look. But the Giants, hey, the Giants make the playoffs. What they're going to do in it? Probably not much. Hey, Daniel yeah. Jones looks all right in that offense. That's all I'm saying. He's all right. Was, to put it lightly. Which. Last year, we were just saying he was bad. So <laughs> that's a step yeah. up for him. True. Uh, your boys, the Tampa Bay Bucks, are in the playoffs. I told you. Hard ride hey, to get it could still happen. Hard ride It could still here. happen. Sean Payton said it uh, on our on our good friend, the Coward Show, yeah. the other day. Don't be surprised if this team makes some noise in the playoffs. So. That's what I'm, It's like the NFC is full of a bunch of old quarterbacks, some bullshit, and they both ended up. One of them's in, and one of them has a chance to be in, and I'm sick of it. 
But, you know, good for them. They ended up taking out the Panthers. I was hoping the Panthers would win that division, honestly, but that didn't end up happening. So, congrats to Tom. He made it again. Congrats to Tommy, boy. Gotta love it. Oh, you gotta love it. Yeah, uh, yeah he's gonna he's gonna do. Hey, don't the Bucks aren't necessarily out, so don't snooze on that. Just saying. They're hey, they're more in now than they have been all year. See, uh, see, Broncos, Chiefs, Broncos played better than I thought they were going to. I'll give them that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. New new head coach next year, maybe Jim Harbaugh. Who knows? Uh, but the Chiefs ended up winning, and the Chiefs realistically are probably gonna go to the Super Bowl <laughs> because. Pat Mahomes, it doesn't matter if he has Tyreek Hill. Obviously, we've seen this year that Tyreek Hill is one of the best wide receivers in the league. He's probably top two, um, maybe top three. And it doesn't matter for Pat Mahomes because it doesn't matter who he's throwing it to. He's just that fucking good. It doesn't just, – just don't sleep on the Bengals. It's all over. Yeah. Don't sleep on No, them. I agree, but I also don't think we necessarily give the Chiefs enough love because it's become an expectation at this point. I think seven years in a row they've won the division. This year we are talking about good teams – around the division that are going to have a chance to beat them. All this stuff just doesn't happen. Um, the only guy, that, the only team that the chiefs can't beat is Joey B. So, um, See? but yeah, but at the, in the same vein, it's like, you know, we just go by the chiefs. And we're like, yeah, obviously they won. The chiefs are so fucking good. Whole team's great. Um, defense. You're sitting in a situation where it's like, Hey, maybe the defense kind of sucks. And then you realize that they got Jones on the edge, just being an absolute monster. So, um, yeah, the chiefs are good. Newsflash. Chiefs are good. Still going to be good. No no worries there. Uh, the Browns uh, thought they were going to lose to the Carson Wentz-led commies, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, why did they do that? <laughs> why did you have to go and fuck it up, Ron Why Rivera? did they do that? Why? <laughs> and I saw an announcement today. Taylor Heineke starting next week. It's like, what the fuck are you uh, doing? Yeah, it's like, well, what, like, did they not want to announce an injury or something? Who knows? No, it that wasn't even it. They thought, what I think, honestly, is Dan Snyder's like, hey, we gave Carson Wentz a bunch of money. And then Taylor Heineke has a uh, clause in his contract that when he wins games, he gets like a hundred grand or something like that. So he's probably like, I don't want to pay. I'm trying to sell the team right now. Just put in the expensive guy and see how far he goes. And he was so fucking horrible. He's so bad at quarterback. I don't care about 2017 Carson Wentz. I don't care that he had an MVP vote. I don't care about any of that stuff. He's bad at quarterback. He's got something wrong with him. Stop putting him in. Stop doing it. He's not good anywhere. He has no chance. Like, we're done. We're done with this. Stop talking about it. Just the worst. It's just the worst. He's so bad, dude. And And the thing is, is like, Sean Watson hasn't been good. And it was a cakewalk for the Cleveland Browns in that game. It was just Yeah, Deshaun Watson came out and was like, Yeah, here, watch this. Yeah, you went nine for eighteen and won the game with three touchdowns. It's just yeah, the commanders are a sad sack of a football team with Carson Wentz at the front. They're at least fun with Taylor Heineke. Keep Heineke in there. Carson Wentz is so, so, so over. Stop stop putting him on teams. Cause it's not like he's a good no, backup. He just wants to start all the time, so it's not even a backup. He'll he'll be a backup next year. Yeah, no but he's not, like, otherwise he's not, he's not like gonna like have a job. He's not like a good guy to be a backup, you know? No. It's like bitchy about the whole Nick Foles thing. And obviously he's done something to the commanders to make them think that they have to start him. He's not a good quarterback. And I don't think he's a formidable backup just because he's not a good team guy. So, like, you know, you're sitting at a point where he's just shit. True. True. I I mean, hey, I, I would not disagree with any of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Carson Wentz is trash. Yep. And we all kind of knew that. And then the Jags 
beating the Texans. We knew that was going to happen. Uh, they destroyed that was them. <laughs> they needed to. Yeah, I mean, the Texans aren't trying to win right now. They're in the same boat as the Bears. Like, they're trying to get that first draft pick. And if they end up winning any of the – if they end up winning this week, too, and the Bears lose, which they will because Simeon, um, then we're sitting at a point where the Bears could have the first overall pick. Texans aren't going to let that happen. Texans are going to lose. And, therefore, the Jaguars put up 31 on their asses, and Trevor Lawrence is a dog. Trevor Lawrence is an absolute dog. And once again, back to old Fields and Lawrence thing. We'll see. Time will tell. Um, but if you really look at this, yeah, 100% they're taking And they're about to win the AFC South. Don't sleep on the Jags, man. I mean, like, they're they're playing the Titans this week. If they end up losing, it's going to be tie, and I think the Titans end up taking it over. Um, basically, yeah, Jaguars clinch with a win. Or a tie, the Titans win, clinch with the win. So you're sitting in a situation where it's like, hey, beat the team that you're better than, because like I think they're definitely better than them, and they're in a situation where they hold, they hold their future by the horns and just take it and go. I would like to see the Jags in the playoffs. That'd be fun. So, oh, Jags are definitely making the playoffs, and I don't know how far they're going to go, but I think it's a huge step in the right direction. I would for them argue it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just I'm getting there. Doug Peterson. And after the whole Urban Meyer thing, it's like, hey, like, look at us go. It's a great story. Who would have thought? And you know what? You know, what's another great story, Vince. What? Um, Jared Stidham. Holy shit, dude. What a game. He's electric, dude. Jared Stidham, 23 for 34. Three touchdowns, 365. Uh, I thought they were going to win that game a couple times throughout. I don't know about you. I mean, it looked like it for a second. I'm just surprised the 49ers defense sucked as bad as they did. Yeah, that was that was what's weird. I mean, was it a was it a car problem, dude? I think it may have been, dude. I hate crazy to say it. because I don't think Derek Carr be good. either that or either that or Derek Carr just wasn't in a scenario that he thrived, and he wasn't in a scenario that benefited him and worked around his strengths. Almost went to a Super Bowl, but broke his shoulder. Like, it was just kind of weird. Maybe all in all, it's kind of weird. Maybe he just missed Darren Waller. Darren Waller comes back. They end up scoring 34 points. Um, I do uh, yeah, think, Yeah, but I don't think it's I, – I mean, you have Devontae Adams, and he's the main reason you come yes. to that team. Devontae had a hell of a game. He had, yeah. like, two touchdowns. 153 I mean, yards. Yeah. Good I mean, game. you you can't you can't you can't hate that. So I think Stidham's a, I think he's a good bridge gap, and they're going to want to. You knew Josh McDaniels going to draft his quarterback. I called this when they get, brought him in. I knew it was going to happen. He was going to try and push out Carr in every way, and I know they gave him a deal, but I don't know. He's going to waive his no trade clause, and he's going to get traded somewhere. If they keep Jared Stidham as their starting quarterback, they're fucked. I'm just going to put that out there. I wouldn't buy the stock on a guy that's starting one time this year. I know he played for the Pats I'm not, last year. I'm, I'm not going to say buy the stock, but what I would say is that he's a bridge gap. So maybe sure, sure. draft up and maybe we fleece the Raiders like the Raiders fleeced us. Yes, yeah, so that say, is hey, you Devontae want the pick? and their, and their pick. Devontae and their pick. It's all yours. Yeah, for sure. How <laughs> sick take... would that be? He comes back to the NFC North with a stud young quarterback. He's got yeah, a he's never had a good quarterback in his life, so that'd be sweet for him. That would be epic. <laughs> in so many ways, that would be epic. Yeah, a boy can dream. 
I'll spin it though. It up, so the 49ers fine. did need to win a close one just to know that they can, and they did. So good for them. Now they're in Brock Purdy, Bowl. dude. Brock Purdy. He's a boss. We've, we've come to accept this now. He's a boss. Iowa State, Brock Purdy, you're a boss, young man. Continue to rumble. He hasn't had um, a bad game yet. Jets. No, he really hasn't. And I hope he doesn't because he's awesome. Yes. I um, Jags. Once again, love it. That's... I'm, I, I was on the wrong one. Seahawks, Jets. Yes. Vince picks the Jets. I take the Seahawks. Because I needed I to. They were going to get a home. I know you did. I needed to. I know you did. We've all kind of decided, yeah. To your point, I mean, it's over, but we got to talk about it. I mean, come on, dude. The Jets fucking suck. What kind of podcast would be if I didn't give you a little shit? <laughs> what are they gonna do? What are the Jets gonna do at this point? They're in purgatory. <laughs> They're seven and nine. They don't have a quarterback. Mike White looked fucking horrible this week. He's definitely a backup quarterback. Now they're just sitting somewhere where it's like, hey, the rest of our team rocks, and our quarterback's room is the worst in the league. Yeah. No, I, I, I could see that. It's worse than Houston. I'd rather have Davis Mills than any of the guys on the Jets bench. You'd rather have who? Davis Mills. I'd rather have anybody in Houston outside of any of these guys. Well, I mean, Zach Wilson's a trash wagon, as Terminate would say. And then, that, and then, you know, they will say, though, I have read reports that Zach Wilson could be coming back for them next season. Um, and that's a thing. Stupid. That is so stupid. So, so bad. He's so bad. It's not even funny how bad he is. It's like he's that bad. What sucks, though, is you have to watch this team and you see a dynamite defense, one of the best defenses in the league. You have a lot of good rushers. You got Michael Carter. You got Ty Johnson. You got, um, obviously, uh, what's his name? Brees Hall's coming back next year. Good receiving core. Decent line. Bullshit for quarterback. It's just, it's, it's. Sad. I feel bad for Jets fans. I really do. Yeah, Mike White. I mean, he's bad. He has good games, but yeah, he's just not that guy. You can't keep him consistently. People to are going to start figuring him out. He's fun for a start, like a spot start, and that's about as far as I go with Mike White. Yeah, he can't do much more than that. That's a true statement. Yeah. Um. Now, Vikings Packers. Woo! Are the Packers in the playoffs, Vince? You chose the Packers. I mean, hey, you got this one right, Packers Vince. I took um, the Packers because I was like, hey, I need it. And now we're in a so scenario. So do the Packers? Do the Packers make the playoffs? They hold their future in their hands, which sucks. Because Rogers I just hope the Lions beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. So the Packers clinch with a win. That's it. Uh, they clinch with uh, the Lions, rather, clinch, clinch with the win at the Packers and the Seahawks to lose or tie against the Rams. So basically the Packers go if they win. Uh, I think they probably will, knowing who fucking Aaron Rodgers is and how much he hates people's dreams and aspirations and happiness. So uh, I will go about saying the Packers probably going to win next week. Um, they destroyed the Minnesota Vikings. I have a stat for you. Minnesota Vikings, we talked about the point differential a couple weeks ago. Minnesota Vikings are 12 and 4, and their point differential is negative 19. Oh, Considerably worse than anybody oops. ever. Anybody ever. Bad. That is the worst 12 and 4 team ever. So don't buy the Vikings stock. If you're in Minnesota, no, I... like your team, do that because it's fun and it's cool. Um, but like your I, team because you should. Yeah, but if you're outside of Minnesota, you, you know, take off the blind glasses and look at the Vikings for what they are. They're not 
they had an easier schedule and it ended up working out for them. But when they lose, they lose by a lot. And this was a grade A example going down 41-17. Uh, Kirk didn't look good. A-Rodg looked really good. You can't throw three interceptions and be the head of the NFC. That's all I'm going to say. So Vikings suck. That's a fair statement. <laughs> yeah, Vikings do really suck. And the Packers look like they're on a smidge of a heater right now. And I just hate all the talk. Oh, you counted us out. You counted us out. Yeah, because you suck. Yeah, and we counted you out because you're eight and eight. <laughs> That's why that happened. Yeah, and I hope the lion. I hope the lions go into Lambeau next week and upset the shit out of them. I hope Joel Williams runs for seventeen touchdowns. I'm gonna bet the lions um, this week just for good juju, and then you should bet the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, you you talking to me like I'm Eddie Mush over here? Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't take whatever Mike takes. You've been mushed. I'm taking last week into into example, and then that's the only thing I'm taking out of it. You actually win a decent amount, but You're this cute. last week, not yeah. Well, due to my hey, I went twelve and three last week in the NFL picks. Nah, oh. not necessarily the the NCAA picks though, over the past few weeks. Yeah. But I'm just saying. That's why we don't take. Just those. saying. <laughs> that's why we don't take those. Uh, Rams Chargers, Chargers over yeah. the Rams. I mean, yeah, we all kind of knew this was going to happen because they played a real defense, and Baker's a little guy. So yeah. And congrats and on the Chargers, officially clinched. Yeah, they make a playoff, and Mike Williams yeah. is a dog, and he's back. And you got Keenan, Al- Keenan Allen and Eichler had a killer game. And yeah. I mean, they're, if they're clicking on all cylinders, I mean, God, once they get Joey Bosa back, watch the fuck yeah. out. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, all the guys wow. together, you go roster by roster, they can match up with anybody. Um, do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. Um, but, you know, it would be fun yeah. to see them make a little smoke and – turn some stuff around in the playoffs so welcome to the playoffs you're 10 and 6 that's a decent record is it though that's the thing 10 and 6 in an that's in a good an eight, record vince i know but in an 18 that's a, that's a good in an 18 week season it's a little bit different because if like they go nine and six if they lose this week then it's going to be 10 and seven it's like hey nine and seven none of the records matter until you make the playoffs vince doesn't matter it's like fantasy footballs so you could go 11 and three win nine in a row and yeah. have a shit game one week against a decent team and they put up 170 on you and you score a hundred. Cause that I think just it's happened easier to, to so make whatever. that argument when you have a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. but I mean, Herbert's a dog, but Herbert needs some experience out there and Herbert's we'll a beast. We'll see what happens, but Herbert's a beast. You're in the playoffs. Congratulations. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> the Rams, man. <laughs> Hey, maybe Mayfield's still the future. Um, he didn't make uh, that Baker many- just has no protection. And it, yeah. It's fair to say that Baker's Baker, but yeah. That team sucks. It's okay. <laughs> they yeah, suck they're, they're, yeah. They're the I worst could defending Sean Super McVay. champion ever. I could foresee Sean McVay hanging it up to go be in a booth and make a bajillion dollars. And then not only that, but I could see Aaron Donald retiring, Matt Stafford retiring, and then they just suck for a long time in that big, beautiful new stadium, which every Rams Sean fan McVay. and their mother – Every St. Louis fan and their mother would adore that narrative. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I could it see could Sean happen. McVay going to the it booth for a year and then being like, this isn't enough for me because he's like a crackhead when it comes to football, where then he'll probably go back to whatever team. Um, I don't know how his contract works out. Yeah. It, might be, it might be a Sean Payton situation, but I can definitely see him being like, all right, I need a, I need a year off. Because, mind you, he's like, what, 40? If that? He might be like 37. Do you know? Yeah, that's what's up. Do you know his age? Do you know Sean McVay's age? 
he is in his late thirties. Yeah. I don't even think he's 40 yet. So yeah, there, it could come no, to a point not. where he's like, all right, I got a little bit of burnout and now I'm back at it again. So. Well, to your point though, I mean, he could leave the game for a little while, come back in his mid forties and be fine. Yeah. And still have another 30 years to coach. He just started out so late. That's really all it was. Yeah. But yeah, no, totally true. That's them. All right. Couple more games. Steelers, Ravens, Kenny Pickett's good. Kenny Pickett's a dog. Yeah. Worked out for Kenny him. Pickett's uh, a, Kenny Ray- Pickett's that guy. Tyler Huntley's not that guy. Tyler Huntley is unfortunately not that guy. If you he, look he at, had a chance to be a guy, but he's not a guy. Compare the Ravens and the Chargers. Same record. If Does not the Ravens the have Lamar Jackson, they're fine. If they don't, then, yeah, no, the Chargers are a far better team. They better resign him. That's all I'm saying. That's the only thing. It's, not gonna, it's probably that. not going to happen. He's probably going to want to become a free agent and do what he wants to do. Yeah, I agree. And he's his own. He's his own. He's manager, big so on he player good. mobility. He's big yeah. on player mobility. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Get rid of two. I mean, you, you can't play Miami. Matt. No, it makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> he'd crush in my he'd crush in Miami. He'd be awesome. Um, and then the last game. And then, yeah, we, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. We don't yeah. even know if that's going to happen. But shall we get into some some potential playoff scenarios or do we just we go talked into about a couple? I mean, let me just let me just stick with a couple um, AFC North Bengals clinch it with the win. Uh, they're against the Ravens, so I think they're. It could happen. It. it could, but it, the Bills. But then again, how are they going to do that? Are they going to play the game? I mean, in your eyes, do they play the game? I think they have to. Where, I don't think I, in some where you got to do it. Maybe and Wednesday when? next week. I don't know. And then yeah, you but push then you gotta, to like a, you got to fit it in. And then if you're sitting on playoffs, you're not going to want a team that's on four days of rest of playoffs, like. I don't know if you do, man. I think you just put an asterisk and call it a day. It's going to be interesting to see how the NFL handles this There's whole no thing. No room for that, and yeah, that's what makes it hard now because you got different weeks and and all that stuff. But uh, this number seven seed in the AFC, uh, Patriots clinch if they beat the Bills. Yeah, fucking right. Dolphins lose to the Jets. Yeah, right. Steelers lose to the Browns. Possible Jaguars beat the Titans and they get it. Don't uh, count out the Jets, dude. Don't count out the Jets. Don't I will the Jets. immediately. I will immediately. They fucking Just suck. Saying. They have no quarterback. With uh, no Tua. With no Tua. With no. They still have Teddy. the better quarterback. I mean, take it easy. Don't. <laughs> I'm just saying Mike White might be able to come in and do some Mike White stuff. Maybe. Uh, and the Steelers also. What are they? Eight and eight right now. You're sitting at a place where Mike Tomlin might take another team. Above 500, and that guy, he just proves he's a good coach, and that's all it is. Good beyond good. He's great. Yeah. He's a tremendous coach. They've he's gotten lucky coach. in Pittsburgh for a long, long time. I guess either that or they're managed very, very well, considering they've had three head coaches in like 50 years. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe so. either they, it was the luck of the draw or they're managed well. Um, besides that. Good the management, the-, the Bears. Good management, the Bears. <laughs> Good management is not the Bears. Quite the opposite. <laughs> to your point. Exactly. Um, yeah. But besides that, any other clinching, um, everything's kind of set. Uh, both sides have two more, or excuse me, the NFC has one on the bubble. It's Packers, Lions, or Seahawks. Um, the AFC, you're sitting at Jaguars, Patriots currently in. Um, the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Titans all have a chance 
I don't see the Titans getting in there because all they have is the let's AFC go South Lions. Title. I'm all in on the Lions this year, and I really hope they make it. Yeah, so let's do a little thought exercise. So you want the Lions in the NFC. In the AFC right now, it's Jaguars, Patriots. Would you prefer if it stays that way, or do you want the Dolphins, Steelers, Titans getting in there? I'm talking the NFC. But well, I'm saying, I'm point, saying, Lions for sure. Would on the AFC side right now, it's Jaguars, Patriots. Would you rather have the Dolphins in there, Steelers in there, or the Patriots good? How do you want that to shape up? I think just Kenny Pickett hot hand. I think they have a little bit better shot than both of playing those the Browns. Three teams. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots are playing yeah. the Bills, and that's going to be hard unless they're resting all of their starters. Obviously, the Bills have a lot to no play way. for now. No way. I think the Bills have so much more to play for right now than anybody. So they're so. probably fucked. And then you got the Dolphins playing the Jets. If the Dolphins end up beating them and they slot into that seventh place, it's lots of eight and eight teams right now. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to pay attention to, but I do think Pittsburgh could get hot because they're playing really good defense. Najee Harris is getting really hot, and then time, Kenny dude. starting to come on. He starts getting really good right when my fantasy season ends, and I'm so sick of that <laughs> shit. I'm so sick of that shit. It's such bullshit. Oh man, I don't like it. It's at all. great. I love every minute of it. Um, so NFC though, I mean just. Give me the Lions. Lions. I want we're, the Lions. Lions. we're a Lions All podcast Lions. for this week. We are. Lions, Lions podcast for the rest until they don't make the playoffs. And then. Unless. And, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then it changes. Yes. Everything. But I have a small Bears corner. I do, too. So I want to get, get into it. it. And then we'll get our picks. And, and then, then we'll, we'll get out there. of here. So. The Bears right now have secured basically with that loss a second pick. It's kind of yeah. like hook, line, sinker. They're not going to win this week. It's Unless over, the Texans right? win, very unlikely, the Bears are going to get the two pick. Right. And with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young both having killer bowl games, I mean, this helps the Bears valuable in every fucking way. fucking pick. It's a valuable pick. Because hypothetically, Stroud and Bryce Young are going to go one, two in some like some fashion. There's a hundred percent chance if the bears aren't at that place, that's all it is. <laughs> so they better trade that fucking pick. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. They that's better the thing. Trade that fucking pick. Like they need to the only, and I heard this today and it gave me fever chills where it was like, they could, they could, they could, you have some new front office. They could trade Justin Fields and pick up CJ Stroud. Fuck that. I would puke. Fuck Why that. would you trade one for the That's so dumb. I heard that today, and I said, fuck you to the moon. So the situation then becomes, do you pick up that stud from Alabama with the second pick? No, because he's not supposed to be in the second pick. He's supposed to be like five, six, seven, something like that. Maybe three. They have to trade it. There's no question about it. And if they do, they better get, they better get a package for that because teams are looking for quarterbacks. The Raiders. The fucking yeah. Raiders, dude. Telling you the Raiders, get Devontae Adams here. We'll give you the that pick. Give us your ninth pick, and then maybe we'll sprinkle in, like, Darnell Mooney or something, and then who cares? Yeah. I mean, even so, I think, honestly, you can. For a for a trade to have a quarterback that's supposed to be a generational talent like C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young in this situation, they should be able to get a lot for it. I mean, that ends up happening every year. It's what the Bears did for Trubisky. And that set them back a fucking whole bunch for a long time. Um, that being the case, I think they could trade that pick and realistically get the nine pick and Devontae Adams or Hunter Renfro or something like that, where you bring also a receiver in. Or, you know, I mean, they're not going to trade Max Crosby for shit, for sure. But 
You know, I they need to trade it. I don't really care who it goes to. I hope they keep a top ten just, pick and then end up getting some maybe another yeah, second rounder. Either that now. or either that or you attain more picks in the second and third round, mm-hmm. which I'm totally fine with. So just get capital. Get capital. Get something that's worth a shit. Don't overdraft somebody because you're there. Don't do that. Right. Just don't. Which I don't think they're going to do. I think they're going to be on the smarter side with Ryan Poles. I think this is a good draft for us. I have a lot of high hopes. Trust me, we'll be in the same room. Um, Oh, and then also Justin Fields is out this week. Good. We finally get the Nathan Peterman game. Good. Nathan Peterman. Let's welcome. go, Peter. Uh, Justin Fields does have a strain. That's why he's not playing. Leave him out. Don't fuck with okay. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. They're, they're just not playing him to lose the game. And yeah, that's it. He's proven himself. Take the rest of your off, King. King. Let's go. There it is. Um, okay. So let's get into these picks. We have some All Saturday right. football coming up this week, which I'm kind of excited about. No Thursday. No Amazon Prime game. And I say thank you to that. Um what I'm going to end up doing is picking every opposite pick that you have, and we'll see what ends up happening here. So I'll go down the line. You take the pick. I'm taking the opposite. That's what's just, just what's going to happen. I'm in desperation mode. We're in week 17 or 18. That's what it is. So start off the bat, Saturday matchup, Chiefs-Raiders. You got? Mm, give me the Chiefs. That's pretty easy. All right, Jared Stidham, baby. <laughs> this is going to be so bad. Uh, Titans and Vince, Jaguars. if you're just going to take every pick opposite of me, then what's the point? It's fun. Because what okay. if you're wrong about me... every single pick? <laughs> it's electric. Give me, give me the Jags. Give me you the got Jags. the Jags. I'm taking uh, whoever's playing quarterback for the Titans right now. <laughs> Ravens at Bengals. Give me Joey B and the Bengals. Yep, you know who I got. All right, Browns and Steelers. Give me the Steelers. Playing for the playoffs. Vikings at Bears. Come on now. <laughs> Give me the Vikings. All right, Bears. <laughs> Let's go. Patriots and Bills. Give me the pa- Bills. Yeah, I mean, that might be a close matchup. Jets at Dolphins. Give me the Jets. Oh, no Dolphins playoff this year. Buccaneers at Falcons. Nope. Bucks already have it clinched. Ooh. I still think the Bucks are going to win because I think the Falcons are playing for picks. So. Yeah, I'm with you there. Panthers at Saints. What a weird purgatory game. Panthers. All right, Texans at Colts. Colts. Cardinals at 49ers. Niners still have something to play for. Fucking 49ers, man. Cowboys at Commanders. Same situation. Cowboys. All right. Three more Rams at Seahawks. Uh, Give me the Seahawks. Yeah, Rams suck. Uh, Giants at Eagles. What a matchup. Give me the Eagles. All right. And two more matchups. Chargers at Broncos. Give me... The Chargers. All right. And then I already know who you're taking here. You're taking the Lions. Lions, Lions at Packers. Fuck the Packers. Lions take them down to Lambeau. I love you. Mwah. Please do. All right. There's our week well, 18 picks. And we... hopefully I win. <laughs> we'll see what happens. 
I mean, hey, Vince, we got a lot of big playoff talk coming up we soon. Do. We uh, do. Once again, you know, let's pray for this kid, Damar Hamlin. Yes. Uh, hopefully uh, everything's going to be okay with him. Next week, um, better news. Next we'll, week, better news. We'll we know more, and next week we'll have far better news. We hope everybody had a very safe and happy New Year. And not only that, we thank you for tuning in to Season 3 of the Taxi Squad Podcast. We're jacked to bring it to you. We're going to have some new announcements coming next week, which I'm pretty excited to yeah. give everyone. And we've been kind of like showing into it a little bit week by week, but it's going to be pretty awesome. And then, um, you know, as always, as always, we, we please ask that you follow it. Follow it. And you like it. Like it. And you engage. You engage. Comment. Engage with me, people. Right? And then you got to rate it. Rate it. Five stars, ten stars. And then and then more so importantly than anything, show it to show it to your grandpa. Listen, okay? if you didn't, if you didn't do that this week, you fucked yourself over. It was the easiest you week really to did. do it. There were so many holidays in the last couple weeks. If you haven't done it, that's crazy. And at this point, you deserve to call them up, go to their house. And put it on for them because you really dropped. Just the bag. put it in. You really dropped I mean, the ball. Listen. You dropped your bag. You did. You did everything there. If I can tell grandpas at the building I'm in here in Scottsdale, the one that I met today about the podcast, and to like it, follow, and listen, you could do the same with the one that you live with. Easy, or you're close to. So, as always, we'll be back next week. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.